Hey all Double G here from Fight Game Media. I just wanted to talk about some of the bonus content we've been dropping on our Patreon, aka Fight Game Media Network Plus. John LaRocca and I dropped our 1998 Royal Rumble Watch Along, which is a compliment to our 1998 Raw Review Series as we cover the year in which Stone Cold Steve Austin becomes the biggest star in wrestling. Just last week, Carlos Toro and Robert Silva for our boxing podcast, Pound for Pound, put out their monthly bonus show on the biggest upsets in boxing, heading all the way back to 1986 when Donald Curry lost to Lloyd Hunnigan. Carlos wasn't even born yet, so he was watching the fight for the first time, and Robert is recounting facts from that fight like it just happened yesterday. Also, don't forget to check out myself and Chris DePetrillo in our Karate Kid podcast, which is exclusive to the Patreon, as we cover Cobra Kai Season 4. Terry Silver is back, y'all, and he's looking for revenge on one Danny Boy LaRusso. Check out the Patreon at patreon.com front slash fight game media. It is just five bucks. Give us a shot. Your Starbucks order probably costs more than that. Now, on to the show. Welcome, everyone, to Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca, and on today's episode, I am going to be covering Beyond Wrestling's Wrestling Open Show Number 3. It's a very unique concept by the booker Paul Crockett. He gets 12 to 16 young wrestlers. It's first come, first serve to be on these shows, and once he fills out his slotted list of how many wrestlers he wants on the show he builds his card around around who he has and these matches are have 10 minute time limits um i think the main event has like a longer time limit and you know it's a really cool concept and it gives young wrestlers a chance to showcase themselves um to beyond wrestling management to the Beyond Wrestling fan base. It's this show is on IWTV, the independent wrestling TV uh, streaming service. So f- fans will get a chance to see their work on that and then get some buzz going for them if they have a good performance. So it, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a chance that an opportunity for young wrestlers to take and to be seen and be noticed. So it's a, it's a really cool concept. Um, I've enjoyed the show so far. I didn't watch the first episode. I watched uh, Wrestling Open number two, um, and I saw a lot of really good talent on that show. Um, some are on this sh- on this show that I I'm going to review today on Wrestling Open number three. Um, one gentleman who's I was really impressed with on Wrestling Open number two was Mortar, and he's this big thick guy. Built like, like Rhino, but not as not 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 the massive legs and like Rhino did had, but he he's like a you know like a fire hydrant type of build, um, really, really really good bumper, uh, a lot of oomph on his strikes, um, his look was interesting, it was it, it reminded me of. Uh, Metal Maniac from the 90s, you know, that gives you the, the face paint and everything. Um, 
you know, he's trying to get that over. But I, I think, you know, take the paint off, change the name to something more realistic. And I, I can see that guy as a main eventer. I don't know what this gimmick, if it's a, if, if it's a main event, you know, um, you know, this guy versus mortar. I mean, it just, this, this doesn't really work in today's wrestling, but maybe he, maybe he'll prove me wrong and he'll get it over. But, uh, if I was, my advice to him was to drop the face paint, uh, and change the name. And, you know, I think he'll, I think he can be a main event guy. He, he, he was really, really good in the ring at such a young, uh, young uh career so i you know i i was really impressed with him um and like i said a couple others were on this show on wrestle open number three and i'll be talking about them uh, but before i get into wrestle open number three i'm gonna talk about the patreon special we have coming up on the fight game media plus patreon um i'm gonna be sending uh promise thomas about six names of young wrestlers uh, that we're going to both watch matches of. And I'm going to give my perspective as a booker. And he's going to give us his perspective as, you know, a longtime veteran wrestler. Um, he's going to talk about their in-ring work. What can they work on? What's, what they do well. I'm going to talk about as a booker, how I can use them, what I want to see them change or uh what i where i see them as where i see they can go you know as a booker like how i can you know use them if i was booking them you know if they are the main event guys are they in the middle of the road or are they just you know there to put people over so it's gonna be very interesting uh fight game media uh patreon plus is only five dollars so I hope you guys give it a shot. Listen to that special episode. It's $5 for the whole month, so you get a lot of great content on there. Brace for Impact. Uh, Garrett Gonzalez and I do a Raw 1998 review, which is a lot of fun. So And there's MMA, there's boxing. There's a lot of cool stuff on there that you can check out. And if you, know, if, if you, don't, you know, don't want to continue on after that one month, hey, no worries at all. But we would love to see you uh, give us a shot and support. And I think it's going to be a fun show that Promise Thomas and I have planned. And, and like I said, we're going to get together sometime next week and and get this show done. It's going to be, uh, like I said, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So let's get into Wrestle Open number three from Beyond Wrestling. This took place on January 20th. So I'm recording this on the 21st, so just last night. Um, but I watched it this morning. Like I said, it's on IWTV, so if you have a subscription to that, check it out. Um, I I didn't watch it live because I just hard, it's hard for me to kind of watch live, and and um, usually I try to balance my wrestling content watching with also spending time with my wife and my kids. So try to kind of keep it all in balance, and and so I watched it, you know, throughout the throughout the day before I recorded. And, you know, it's a it was a quick show. These shows aren't like a three hour, four hour marathon. Um, it's a two hour show, which I like. Um, I think that's a perfect, perfect time for a show, especially with a bunch of green kids. Um, there's a couple of veterans on here. Um, but mostly it was, you know, a lot of green wrestlers. 
So having them go way too long and matches that go way too long and they get lost, it's just not a good deal. So good, solid two-hour show. Um, it's good. It was an easy watch. I got through it really fast, obviously, because it was. Uh, this was, I think, the best of the two shows I of Russell Open that I have watched. Um, the first match was Love Doug versus Elijah Six. Went nearly four four minutes. Um, Love Doug is a, a kind of a goofy character. Has the mullet. Comes out. Throws hearts around. Um, uh, Elijah Six looked like a typical indie wrestler. You know, he, his gear was very indie. So he's definitely going to need to update his uh, update his gear. You know, I know a lot of young guys is tough to start out. But you know, when I was when I was you know, yeah, you know, I was a manager, but I invested a lot of my my gear. You know, I mean, I had a job, so I would put money aside. And I know a lot of people, a lot of my close friends at APW who I was on the road with, and they all were one hundred percent professionals. They all they all spent money on getting good gear because they want to look professional. That's that's what APW we used to tell their young wrestlers when they graduate our boot camp which is our wrestling school and we would tell them like get good gear don't you know don't look like some backyard guy right um and it would kill me when we go to these other indie shows in our area and these guys would have this really shitty looking gear and it's like come on guys like get a job save your money get good gear and I just couldn't believe some of the guys that would talk in the locker room and and they're like yeah this is how I build my bills man wrestling I'm like dude I know you're not making dick on this fucking show so you know if you're this is what you're doing now you better have a job you better have a job you better have insurance right if you're gonna if you're gonna do this right if you're gonna be especially if you're just doing this on a weekend get a job there's jobs out there that are Monday through Friday and that's what I had at the time, and I still do. So I always had my weekends available. So it's like their jobs are out there. It used to drive me insane when these when I was talking to these people. Oh yeah, I can't afford gear right now, you know. And I'm like, oh, come on, you know, you can. Um, this match was you know going okay for a while, but it did start falling apart at the end. And Love Doug won. Um, like it's this crowd loves Love Doug. It's a funny gimmick, um, but it's to me it's it's a it's a short stuff like gimmick. I mean, personally, I mean, I don't know if I would have him on my card. Usually, I have a more serious take on wrestling. I usually, you know, especially if, if um, my premiere shows, I couldn't use this gimmick here because it would take away from the credibility of guys like Timothy Thatcher, Jeff Cobb. Um, J.R. Kratos, who are trying to, uh, Joe Graves, who are trying to really make this believable fight, um, you know, avert a shoot style concept that we had, but it was, you know, it was pro wrestling with some shoot style elements. And, but the goal was to make this a competition, a sporting event. And if you have a love bug, a love bug, love Doug on the card, a gimmick like that, it's just gonna take the credibility away from 
the guys who are trying to make these people believe, right? So, but I do believe in there should be levity in a pro wrestling show, um, depending on the concept. Like I said, premiere was a little different. It was post, it was all about getting people to get in the mindset. We want the fans just to believe in the wrestling that we're we are presenting. Um, APW shows we would have a little bit of variety. So yeah, I think Love Doug could you know be on an APW show in an opener, not an opener, but maybe in a second match, six man tag, do his little steal is you know his his stuff and you know a fun little gimmick. But um, the match, like I said, was starting to fall apart. Uh, I think Love Bug, yeah, some kind of power bomb. It was a Tiger Driver or some sort, if I'm trying to remember correctly. And they really should have went home there. But it kept going for another, like, minute or so. And it was a little rough to get into where they need to go. And and finally, uh, uh, Love Doug hit his, I think it's like a neckbreaker type of finisher and won the match. But um, not a strong way to open a show, in my opinion. But, um, you know, it's, all these guys are young. They're learning. They're getting experience. It was only, like I said, almost four minutes long. So it didn't over, it, you know, it, it didn't overstate its welcome. But, um, you know, like I said, we'll see how we'll see how Elijah Six does next show, and and like I said, I I enjoyed the shtick that Love Glove Love Glove again. It's hard to say his name. But love Love Glove Love Doug. Oh my gosh, my gosh, this 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 name Love Doug has. Next was uh, Ray Jazz versus Tyree Taylor. This match went three twenty. Ray Jazz is an amateur wrestler. Um, great look, kind of looks like uh, a young Paul Roma, um, or a, or a, a young Frankie Kazarian when he was a little more jacked um, in the UWF days. Um, I like this kid a lot. Um, if I was, if he was in my area, North California, I would definitely be booking him and building him up um, as a future main eventer. I think he has those tools. I really like how he. He moves around the ring like he gets over his amateur credentials like right away by his movement. Uh and and he was impressive. He's he's a heel here. He tries to get over this uh a little gimmick in the beginning of the match where he kind of gives us tip of a day, but he just basically uses it to knock the fans and you know, about, about how he's just a, just a if much better person. You gotta follow his, you know, his tips will make you a better person but he's also just being like backhanded with it um it's it's a work in progress um tyree taylor a a, a thicker guy um kind of reminds me of uh the size of shay you know shane taylor from roh you know uh big low half of the body uh bulk like i said bulk your guy but tons of charisma um uh, tons of fire he did this uh uh looked like he's gonna go for a sunset flip from uh the apron into the ring but he ended up doing a flip over uh flip over and over ray jazz and it it was impressive and i like i said i like i liked him as well and i would love to book this guy especially with that charisma you could and you know he has like that junkyard dog charisma. Like he comes out, the little dance, the energy. I was digging it. Um, I would like to see him just 
you know, he's a thicker guy. Um, just kind of build on that frame, you know, add some muscles, get those shoulders bigger, those biceps bigger, that chest bigger. Um, I think he'd be a, a, a big time main event player um, in the, in the near future. So this match was three minutes and 20 seconds as uh, I'm looking on this list here. And, you know, Taylor, the Bayface took most of the match. And then finally, uh, Ray Jazz got the pin, kind of snuck one out. So I thought that was really, really cool. Maybe want to see this match again, honestly. Want to see these guys hook up for a longer match. Um, and I hope Tyree Taylor comes back to beyond and and um, on these open uh, wrestling open shows. And the crowd gave him, like, you know, please come back chant. So they want to see him again. So I'm pretty sure um, um, he's going to be on future shows. So. And because I want to see more from him, I was really impressed. And Ray Jazz, I saw him on the last show. I saw him here. I love the pedigree. I love the amateur wrestling guys. Um, and and I I would like love the book this guy. If I'm booking him though, like I would kind of I know he wants to be a heel, but I would start him off as a babyface. And because I think he he's with his credentials and stuff, he get that over. He get a babyface. He could turn him heel later on, but. I say just work as a you know, start him off as Bayface. How that's how I would do it. But he's 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 doing his own thing. Next was an intergender match. I'm not a big intergender wrestling guy. Um, it's just not my deal. Um, but they can work with the right people. This match was uh, Megan Bain, who's been getting a lot of a lot of press on uh, in the in the wrestling world. A lot of people talking about her. She's made some appearances, I believe, on AEW. I'm surprised they didn't sign her. Um, she's definitely better than some of the women that's actually on TV now. Great look, great presentation. She comes out like like a like a queen, an Egyptian kind of queen. She has like a manservant, kind of like the boys that like Dalton Castle had. Um, so I, you know, she's all in her gimmick. I, I love wrestlers that go all in their gimmick. Like like lo- like love Doug earlier. Like like he's. It might, it might, he might, might not be my style, but he's going all in on his gimmick. And you know, I respect that. Megan Bain as well. Steve Stetson, who she uh, was working. Steven Stetson, excuse me, a big, tall kid. Um, Paul Crockett on commentary. He did the whole show on commentary by himself. Other than the main event, he had uh, someone with him. But um and Paul Crockett's really good on, on commentary. I really enjoy his breakdown of the matches. And, you know, he sets up the stories really well. Said he would say Steven Stetson, this, this, he's doing the cowboy gimmick, is like 6'6". Six, six. I don't know. He looks 6'4 to me, but whatever. Tall kid. Um, uh, you know, had has some muscle on that, on that long frame. Um, looks like a prospect, you know. I, 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 enjoyed, I enjoyed what he did. Good work, good little worker. He didn't do too much. Um, I thought for an intergender match, I mean, Megan Baines, she's a tall woman herself, so like it really worked here for me. And uh, like I said, I was impressed by both of them. And if and I when I look at young talents, like I, I look at like, well, would I use them or not? And for sure, I would use Megan Bain. If I'm AEW, I'm signing her. I'm surprised WWE hasn't signed her yet. I don't know if she's done a tryout yet or not, but um, I'm, I'm sure, I think she has. I, I could definitely find that out quickly. But um, Steven Stetson, 
yeah, I would definitely book this kid. Another kid to build uh, build upon. I think he has a lot of tools that you can really, uh, like I said, build on and improve. And I would like to see him get a little more aggressive. He's going to be a heel, uh, just a little more, uh, just a little nastier, you know, a little nastier. Definitely, I don't know who he's if he who he watches, but um, Barry Windham, nineteen eighty eight. He definitely should watch heel Barry Windham, eighty eight. 89, 90, um, and also watch Barry Windham as a babyface because I think Steven Stetson can also be a good babyface as well if you want to go that route. Um, this match went 533, good time. Didn't, like I said, didn't overstay its welcome. Um, and I was impressed by Megan Bain. Really was impressed, and also Steven Stetson. Um, the next match was Dan Barry, who is a veteran, versus Antonio Zambrano. Um... This match was okay. I, I I've never got Dan Barry. I, I think he's a, a fine wrestler, but his look never impressed me, and I never thought of anything like if I was gonna book him, if well, I don't know if I would book him, but if I was gonna say I was, you know, WWE and you need local job talent, I think he'd be good for that. Like I just for an like for any like I can't see him on the top of the card, you know. Um Antonio Zambrano has, you know, a good look, good looking kid. Um, but I just didn't see much from his work. I, I nothing stood out for me. Um he has a little bit of an attitude, a little cockiness, but uh, you know, he's a little thin, but you know, as a you know He's he's cut up so, but I like if I like I I want to see him bulk up, I think that will, um, do him some good, uh, and you know move up on the card in my opinion. But he, he's he's all right. He's definitely all right. Um, I want to see more of him. I saw him on on uh, wrestling open number two, and eh, didn't really stick out for me then and here as well. But you know it was. Like I said, an okay match. Next up was a tag team match. The Brick City Boys, Jay Cruz and Victor Chase. They defeated the Haven, which is Jay Onyx and Sean Knight. Um, good match. This match went, uh, well, there's no time here, but it did it seemed like a you know five, five to six minute match. Um, I like the team of the Brick City Boys. They were really impressive. Uh both guys, thick guys. Uh, Jay Cruz has this Eddie Guerrero uh, mullet going. Um, Victor Chase, an equally big guy, doesn't have the mullet, but you know he's a good athlete. Again, like to see them some add some muscle to that frame. They all got these great frames. A lot of guys on this show that had are tall that you normally don't see on the Indies Day. A lot of it's a lot of smaller guys, but you know. This team here, they 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 work really well together. They had some some very simple moves. Um, I I liked them a lot. I thought, wow, this is a pretty good team. The Haven, I've seen them before on night two or uh, and on show number two, excuse me. And good little athletes. Um, Jay Onyx, God, gotta take off the tank top, man. Just you know, work on that body, bro. Uh, you're a good athlete, but like, like, you know, come on, man, 
tank top look just, not, just doesn't work. I'm sorry. Sean Knight, he's the smaller one, I believe. Yeah, he's the smallest, the smaller of the team. He great athletic ability, good fire, but I want to see him as well add some muscle. Um, it just would make him stand out more. And you know, they're very young, very green kids. And, but they're good athletes, and I think if they keep working on it, if they work with someone, uh, a veteran to kind of really dial in their uh, their work as a Bay Phase team, um, these matches, you know, they'll say, you know, they're shorter matches, but to me, okay, a six-minute tag team match, you still, that's a lot of time. You know, I used to just, it drive me nuts when I would, you know, work with some young talent and you'd be like, okay, you guys got six minutes, bell to bell, you know, eight total with entrances. Um, and you could just see like, Oh, only six minutes. And it's like, there's, that is a long time to tell a story. Right. And this show here that uh, this, excuse me, this match here, they did two quick little heats. Um, I would, you know, I would like to see them maybe cut back, just the one heat for the time they had and really focus on that heat on the baby face, get that sympathy on him, get, try to get that hot tag going. If it's all done correctly, because it was just so, this match was so fast. I just thought it was a lot of action, but like the story wasn't there for me. Well, it it was, it wasn't a bad story. It, It was okay. But I really wanted, I thought, God, especially that the the Sean Knight. If you get some good heat on him because he's so small, like I think, man, that could be, you know. And he makes that big tag, you know, hot tag to uh, uh, to Jay Onyx. You know, these guys, Haven, hey, hey, dive deep into Rock and Roll Express, dive deep into the Fantastics, dive deep to other good. Bayface tag teams from the 80s that really knew how to do this stuff really well. You know, the Rockers, Strike Force, um, you know, watch those classic teams. You know, don't want to overwhelm me. It's too much footage to watch. But I would definitely, at the minimum, Haven should be just watching a lot of Rock and Roll Express, watching a lot of Fantastics, in my opinion. Um, next match was Bobby Orlando versus CPA. And I'll be honest. I fell asleep. Didn't watch this match. So I have no comment on it. I don't remember seeing Bobby Orlando from the show before, but I did see CPA. And I don't get it. He's a CPA. He comes out with the pants, button-up shirt, a clip-on tie. It's it's all it's it's just a gimmick. Um like I said, I don't get it. If you're CPA, why you worry about wrestling? You know, it's like one. I mean, one time I was work, I was working on a show with my buddy. He was in a match. I was his manager. And we get in the back. The Booker's like, you know, the Italian thing's cool, but you guys be stockbrokers. And I'm like, you know, in my inside, I'm like, oh god. And you know, my 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 buddy Vince, who I was managing, he's like, okay, oh yeah, yeah, okay, we'll think about it, yeah. And he's like. And we we walk away, and he's like, well, what'd you think, LaRocca? What do you think, man? What'd you think about the stockbrokers, huh? You think we could do it? I'm like, no, because why, if we're stockbrokers, why the fuck are we here wrestling? 
if we're so worried about our stocks as well in the directions like yeah the manager you could have your stocks out you could be looking at your stocks I'm like and i'm like why would i look at my stocks and be so stressed over my stock if my, if my guy if i'm here at a wrestling event and i'm managing this guy wouldn't i be more focused on being a manager if i if i'm so focused on my stocks i'd be you know working on my stocks right so and focusing on my st stocks and selling and buying and and you know why would i be here at a wrestling show if i'm so if that's what i'm that's if that's where we're supposed to be so cpa why are you wrestling it's just it's just it's just a one note gag and i'm sorry i just don't get it i won't book it i wouldn't personally book it i'm sure the guy's a great guy but like I just don't see the value in a guy like that on the show. It just kills what else. If you have a, I can't have a Timmy Thatcher versus Jeff Cobb, and I got a guy named CPA doing his shtick, right? It just like I said, it kills what they're doing. I, I, I think a lot of people in the indie. I see this a lot now. In, in the indies I do watch, I love Doug, a, a CPA, um, a few others on this card. I'll talk about, and they're just trying to do some kind of gimmick. Some kind of, you know, for laughs. Because, you know, I know Orange Cassidy, you know, he got himself over in the Indies. He got himself a contract on the, in, a, in a major promotion. But it's like I wish people would just focus on the wrestling first before they come up with some gimmick. Just because they're so young. Like, the gimmick will come. I know they're trying to stand out. But, yeah, I mean, I definitely will never forget CPA. <laughs> But I'm also would never book them. So um, I just can't imagine that gimmick getting too far. But hey, prove me wrong, right? I hope and I, I wish nothing but the best for him. But for me, like it just, just didn't work as a viewer and as a booker. So next match was Rex Lawless versus Ryan Clancy. Ryan Clancy does like a throwback 50s wrestler gimmick. Um, young kid, I was really impressed when I saw him wrestle on uh, the um, show number two, and I like I liked his I liked his gimmick. I liked his wrestling. Uh, his work was good. Um, I just I want to see him cut back on the shtick of the gimmick of being the fifties wrestler and be more of like. The, make it more of the mentality like what's old is new again and i'm gonna use these old tricks to beat to beat my opponents everyone's doing the same things everyone's doing these indie kicks they're all doing they're going to the top rope they're doing all this flying i'm gonna grapple i'm gonna wrestle i'm gonna break you down i'm gonna work a hold i'm gonna just you know, submit you or, you know, beat you with a hard slam. Like, everyone's just, like, because, you know, FTR, for example, they're not, they are a throwback to an older team of, of yesteryear, but they're not a parody of that. They just, it's their belief. And I think Ryan Clancy should go that way. Make it your belief in this style. And portray it in the ring. Don't make it. Don't do it for a haha. Don't do it for a gag. Don't be like a parody of a of a of a wrestler from the fifties. Be the mentality of that wrestler from the fifties. And like I said, you're the reason why you wrestle like this is because no one else today 
wrestlers like this because they offer they don't they don't study like I do. They're not a student of the game like I do. I can go out there. I can do the flips. I can do all the stuff you see today. A million big old moves. That's what everyone's doing. I'm I'm you're not. They don't study me. They don't study my style, and that gives me the advantage. So, but I really like this kid a lot. I would definitely be booking him on my show. Uh, his opponent was Rex Lawless. I've seen him on a few Beyond shows. A really big guy. Good look. Big burly chest, shoulders, traps. But his work, I just it's just so indie to me. And it's just, I guess when he comes out the curtain, you're impressed. But when the the bell rings, it's it's like the same as I see all, all over the indies these days, right? So nothing's standing out. Um, I don't know. I'm still waiting to be really impressed by that guy. So, but Ryan Clancy, I think everyone should check out. He's a he is a a, a good kid, and I would definitely be would book him. Bryce Donovan versus Ichiban. Bryce Donovan, another tall guy, kind of reminds me of like a young Edge. You know, the height and the frame um, has cocky attitude. Um. Not bad. I'm still waiting to, to find the wow me, but there's definitely some something to build around there. There's there's definitely, um, I think he's gonna be a good one in the future. I really do. Ichiban, I really like. He's a smaller mask wrestler, good build. Um, I just don't like the name Ichiban. I, again, another ha ha, you know thing. Um. His gear, the baggy pants, I would just kind of change that up. Uh, you know, he has the kick pads. Uh, maybe get some boots. Um, but I like his work, man. He, he he's 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 his his high flying is really good. He's a really good athlete. A lot of charisma. Um, but I just don't want him to just be. Uh, a one note joke Ichiban haha you know like change up the name be serious cause you know like Luka Jushin Liger look at his gear right but he was serious and you could be colorful you could have a great looking mask you have a, you could have a you could have a name a, a cool name but and and you could still be serious and and I think yeah, people chant number one when he does the ten punches in the in the corner, and you know he yells Ichiban. You know it. it it's just it's just a gag. Maybe it, maybe it just kind of wanes. It got got to me at this point because I saw Love Doug. Well, I didn't see CPA because I fell asleep, but I've seen him before. You know, it's just um, every, a lot of people are just going for laughs and. I want serious guys. I want to, that's what I want to watch. Because if you're serious, I get I get I suspend my disbelief. I'm into the match. But what Ichiban has beyond just the the, the funny name is like he's a good athlete. Um, kind of moves like a young low key when I first saw him. Um, hopefully he just is a uh, not a mark for himself like low key was, right? Uh, so uh, Ichiban, I got I. 
I, I really like this kid. Um, I, I I believe he wrestled Ryan Clancy in the in the show I watched on show number two, and they had a good match. Um, I would love to book Ichiban, you know, as that smaller, flying, striking babyface. Um, he's gonna have a bright future as long as he stays injury free, and really works on uh, selling. Um, really building that comeback up because he has some fire, man. And he has some cool offense. People, he he should be a big name on the indies. He should be in the future soon on top because he's exciting. He really is. And I want I I'm looking forward to seeing more more matches with this kid. Um, the next match was a four way match, um, intergender match. It was Riley Shepard. Versus Armani Chaos versus Becca and Little Mean Kathleen. This match went four minutes. Uh, um, check out all these names are Armani Chaos spells Chaos K A Y O S. Becca spells her name B three C C A all caps. I don't know what the I don't know it's an acronym for something. I don't know what that is or just being cute with the name, but. Um, this match, not my cup of tea, but two of the four stood out to me. I really like Becca, really good heel attitude. Her work was decent. Um, I, I, I think she's going to be a good one. Little mean Kathleen. Oh my God. Now you say, I don't like levity. I need that. Everything needs to, everything needs to be serious. I can't have fun on a show. I enjoy the hell out of little mean Kathleen. Um, someone described it to me best. She's Spike Dudley. I'm like, that's right. You're exactly right. She is Spike Dudley. Smaller girl. Quirky charisma. I mean, I first saw her, I'm like, little mean Kathleen. What a name. I love the name right off the bat. I just thought, I just thought it was cool and fun. And then she did like this crazy face and this crazy... I was just like, who is this girl? And you know what? I watched. I did not take my eyes off her. Um, she really, like I said, stood out to me. And I I would, if I'm booking a serious show of wrestling, you know, she would work. She would work for me because, yeah, she had, because her work was good. And and she's fun. And that's, that's where you throw the fun in the show, right? Definitely for APW. If she was in our area. I'd book her in a heartbeat, and Becca too. I, re- I, I, like I said, I was, I was really impressed with her. Um, this match was only four minutes, so it, like, it, it wasn't that long. Um, but yeah, those two, Becca and Lean, uh, Little Mean Kathleen, uh, definitely you guys should check out in the future. Um, next match was a tag team match, Matt Markovsky. Mikowski, excuse me, versus Travis Huckabee and Wave and Curls, which is Jalen Brandon and Trevon Jordan. This match was 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 good. Waves and curls, tons of charisma. They, I think they've been on AEW a few times. Um, one of the members of the team, I forget which one, was just a really tall guy. Lot of like it's a lot of charisma and fire. One of them, the other one's like really tiny, like tiny. Um, Matt Markowski, I've seen uh, 
a few times on Beyond Wrestling and on Bloodsport, a former MMA fighter for Bellator. Um, he's impressive. I, I like him. Um, I would love to put, I would love to have him on premier events. Um, and love to have him on APW events. I, uh, he, I, I like his work. Um, Travis Huckabee, he, he's good. He's a, a very like unique look. It, I'm trying to explain it. He looks like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> That's how to explain it to him. Just like an average guy, but his his work is good. Like it it's I guess it's a kind of stands I guess that's like that's his gimmick. Like you kind of think, oh, this guy is gonna be a guy you can just beat the powder, but he ends up just, you know, being a decent technical wrestler and can uh, can outsmart you. Um but you know, the Matt Mikowski really stands out to me on, on of the team. Um, they did this doomsday device armbar, which, eh, I wouldn't do that move. It didn't really come off that well when they, uh, dropped back, um, the, the taller member of waves and curls came down on his hip really bad. Um, I know he was selling the arm. They're selling the arm big and doing the, almost the, uh, the, you know, the, they didn't, they didn't cart him off in a stretch or anything but they're playing off that he really really uh hurt his arm big time and it'd be nice if his partner was actually in the ring checking on him his partner's out there like on the floor like shocked i'm like dude come on go in the ring check on your partner if he's supposed to be hurt you have a, a look like a medical staff member in there they're really trying to get it over uh, matt mikowski cuts a promo after the match for an upcoming match was Alex Shelley for the IWTV championship. So the streaming service has their own title that goes, I believe goes through a lot of these promotions that are on this streaming service and defends the title. So Alex Shelley is the champion. He goes around and eh, Matt Makowski may need a manager. His role wasn't that good. Um, they kind of like abruptly ended. And I'm like, okay. Um, but he has he he needs to be the silent assassin, right? The silent shooter. He needs a a good manager to be talking for him. Someone serious, nothing like no goofy gimmick kind of guy, right? Like he needs to be a, a serious guy, kind of like how Malcolm Bivens is in in um, NXT with Diamond Mine, like that kind of manager. Um, and I think that that would really. T- Really benefit him here on this promo, but this is where you learn. This is where you get a chance to get on the mic and 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 test out some stuff. So it wasn't a good promo. Hey, live and learn, work on it because the kid's talented. The main event was um, a grudge match. Um, Alec Price versus Kai Long King. This was a fun match. A lot of action. I'm a big fan of Alec Price. Another tall, lanky guy. But intense, he comes off just like a crazy person, like unhinged, and and you just a, a heel you just want to hate, right? Like, but he's so intense. Um, someone he kind of like like a, like had like a, a young Stevie Richards frame when he started out, and I just liked his craziness. I liked like his intensity. Um. His striking, he's a lot of oomph on his stuff. His cool offense, he's just he takes 
pretty wild bumps. Um, he just kind of he ha- definitely it's going to be a. I think this kid's going to be a future star. I really do. If he stays injury free for sure, um, you know he has he's one hundred percent through that curtain, right? Goes through that curtain, and you believe this guy's nuts, and and he's and he's 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 a good heel. I like him. Um, his opponent, Kylon King, was another good athlete. A lot of fire, a lot of charisma. Um, a tall guy himself. Love to see him building that frame, add some muscle. Um, I'm sounding like probably like a body guy, but come on, you know, like people want to see. They want. They don't want to see their next door neighbor in the ring. That's. It's true that, that, that I'm not saying it needs to be the '80s. Everyone needs to look like the warlord, right? No, the, no, not that. But just look like an athlete. You know, look like someone that trains for this. That's training hard to win a match. To train hard to win a championship. Um, and Kylon King, like, like, dude, you got the charisma. Uh, you got the athleticism. You know, you you like 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 just work on that look as well. He did this cool ass German suplex, and you know where he popped the guy up, spun him, and then did the German as he's coming down, like spun him as he's coming down. I, it was it was awesome. I popped on that one. I was like, that was impressive. Um, Alec Price, he's he's been around for a little bit here. Uh, Beyond guy, um, he won he won the match as he should have. Um, they're really He's kind of like the main event guy on these uh, on these Russell Open shows, at least the last the two I've watched so far. And this kid, I think, is going to be good. He has something for sure. And this was a really intense match. Crowd was really into it. Um, it's fast paced. Could they have slowed down a little bit? Yes, but you know, I was into it, and it was. Definitely the match of the night, as it should be, as the main event should be, right? You want to build to that main event. Your car should build to that main event. And I know some matches could still show, of course, that happens. But, you know, I always believe the main event should be the best match on the show. It's also the, is the match that's going to be drawing the audience. And But I want both. I want it to be the best. And I want it to be the match that draws. So I used to give, you know, that's when I give the time to the main event. They deserve it. They, that's what people came to see. And then, you you know, you kind of filter up, you know, start low times. Then you give the, the, the most time as you feel that they can handle and have a good match with. And, you know, these kids delivered. Um, Alec Price, big time, on, um, big time on my radar. Uh, Kylon King, him too. I liked what I saw. Want to see more from him. Want to see some, like I said, improvement on the look because he already has a charisma, always has athleticism. So, so yeah, this was a fun, fun show. I really enjoyed it. And I think I'm going to keep watching these shows and see how these talents grow. And that's a lot of fun for me. And I want to see more Ray Jazz, Tyree Taylor, uh, the Brick City Boys, Ryan Clancy, Ichiban, uh, Alec Price, and Matt Makovsky, you know, Becca and Lil Mean Kathleen. I want to see these kids grow and become the next the next stars, right? So and I think a lot of talent there. A lot of talent. So 
Um, thanks again for joining me on the Take It Home podcast. Follow me on Twitter at LaRockaJL. And next week, I think I'm going to cover Progress Wrestling. It's been a while since I watched their stuff. Like I said, I was going to cover it this show, but I decided, hey, cover Wrestle Open number three. So I'm going to check out Progress. Like I said, it's been a little while, so I want to see what they're up to. And and I'll probably also uh, talk about some more WXW Wrestling from Germany as well. So it's going to have some cool shows coming up. So thanks for joining me again. Everyone be safe and take care.